Welcome to the Joe Cozo Radio Show! here january 9th 2023 today my 49th birthday okay today and i woke up and i said jesus you're 49 years old and it hit me like a ton of bricks because the word 50 is next and i remember growing up if someone said to me you know oh that person over there is 50 years old i would be like that guy is old that is an old man right there, 50. And you have to sit there and you look at yourself at 50 years old and you say, well, what's my life? You know, I would have thought 50 years old, I am a multimillionaire when I was in high school and thought of myself at 50. A couple of houses, three or four houses, three or four kids, right? A couple of businesses I'm running, who knows what is going on, acres of property, complete opposite of what's going on right now. And here's the thing, I don't feel like I'm 49 years old. I feel like I still have a lot of time left. I don't. And that's the thing. That's why when you're at this age, at 49 years old, it is an emergency situation at all times. There's not a moment to spare. That's how I look at it. I am rocking and rolling all day long. Whatever decisions I'm making, I sit there and say, how is this going to affect the whole rest of my life? Because I don't got time. Like I have these two German Shepherds at my house right now and I'm sitting there saying to myself, okay, I love these two dogs. I love them to death. They're a total part of my life, but I will never get dogs again, ever. Because I can't just get up and go. I have to go home and I have to let them out. I have to feed them. They cost a fortune. These two German Shepherds, they're not regular. I don't got two Shih Tzus, right? I got two wolves and I don't feed them just kibble. I feed them chopped meat, chicken, chicken breasts, ch you know, uh, gizzards, chicken necks, because I don't want them getting cancer. I want them to live a long, healthy life. And again, I love these dogs. So, but they tie you down. And I'm, I'm 49 years old. And then when you really look at it, how many dogs do I have left in my life by the time that the dog maybe will outlive me, right? Because when you start getting up there in age and you stop buying dogs, you're like, wait a second here. This dog might outlive me. And then who's taking care of this dog? Dogs are going to go to the shelter? I mean, come on. It's crazy. It's crazy what's going on here. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like it at all. Not one bit. I feel like I'm still 22 years old. Right? I feel like I could go away to college which is a total disaster for my life because I never went away. I, I went away for like three minutes, came back home, went to SUNY school, started smoking pot, really started loving women even more, started chasing them even more, dropped out of college, and then probably went back, I think when I was 24, 25 years old to finish out. Never went really away to school. And I'm telling you, if you have kids in, you know, adolescent kids, whether, whether they are in elementary school, middle school, junior, you know, senior high school, make sure they go away to college. 
because it's an experience that they'll never be able to get back. You can't go away to college, you know, and say at 25 years old and say, you know what? I'm going to go to school. I want to start my life over and I'm going to go away to college. It's not happening. You would have to go to SUNY school then. That's why from 18 to 20, 22, make sure they go away. But back to what I was saying about, you know, 49. I don't know what. <laughs> Jesus. Time is flying by. Stops for no one. That's why you have to make sure whatever you're doing, you're totally involved in it and you're not wasting any time. Because that's the one thing, right? That's the biggest commodity that you have and I have that we all share together. The number one most important commodity is time. Nothing else. Nothing else matters. So while we're here, got to make the best of it. Got to shake and bake, baby. Right? Can't stay complacent. I'm living here on Long Island for... I lived in Brooklyn from 1 to 3 now, so 3 to 49, so 46 years on Long Island. I'm driving down the same roads every day, same stores all the time. I'm done. I'm completely done. I don't care. I just said to Red, I said, hey, listen, we're out of here. And here's the places that we're choosing, we're thinking about moving to. And, I, and I'm done, done. I don't care about this attorney stuff. All I care about is this show and getting out of here so I could get my sanity back because, you know, all you do is the same thing every single day. I see the same people, the same roads, the same streets, the same stores. All right, so here are four, maybe five places that we're highly, highly considering. Now, I wish one of the places was somewhere in California, but I can't do that because these Dems, they ruined that state which is probably the beautiful, most beautiful state in the United States. Oh, well, maybe Hawaii is, but I mean, come on. How can you be a Republican slash conservative? I don't even consider myself a Republican conservative. I, I consider myself more of a libertarian. I'm right in the middle. I'm right in between a, a, a centrist, should I say. I do have some liberal views. I do have a majority of, of conservative views, but I can't stand the Republican Party. I think they're all cowards, and I can't stand the Democrats because they're just ruining America. So now you have to figure yourself out there. But California is, definitely can't. So one of them is Scottsdale, Arizona. The second is Austin, Texas, which is highly liberal. But we, I have never been there, so I have to go to both of these places. I have to check them out. That's, what we're, that's on the agenda. Waxhaw, somewhere maybe in North Carolina or Charlotte's, um, Charleston, South Carolina. So that's four there. And then, of course, somewhere in Florida. I love Naples. I was there over, I guess, last February. Loved the place. There's a couple of other cities. West Palm that I was also. I like that a lot, too. But so Florida, to me, is very appealing. I love the weather. You know, you wake up, you got these palm trees. The weather, for me, I don't know about you, when you wake up here in New York and it's ice cold and it's freezing out, you don't want to get up. You don't have too much motivation. You know it's ice cold out. And it also brings you down. That good weather, I am up and ready to go. I love it. So that's why Florida is very appealing. And obviously, Texas is hot too. So is Scottsdale, Arizona. You know, all these places. Waxhaw is not as, you know, south as I would like it to be, to be honest with you. So we're doing that. All right. So listen, let's move on here. Let's see, let's, let's watch some, let's see some videos. Let's, let's really get into what's going on here. Now, I'm sure you know, it's the U.S. Assistant Secretary, Rachel Levine. 
She is the transgender person in the U.S. government. I'm sure you saw videos of her. Now you have, uh, you have the month, women's month is coming up in March, right? It is uh, one of those that we celebrate, you have Black History Month and you have Women's History Month. That's coming up again, like I said, in March. So Rachel Levine is on a talk show and listen to the exchange and what, now he says, I don't care that his name is Rachel, okay? He was born a man and that's all you're getting from me. If you're born biologically a man, you can change your name all you want. You wanna go from Rachel to Robert from, or from Robert to Rachel or whatever you wanna do or Larry to Luscious, I, I don't care. I'll call you, because people can change their name, it doesn't matter, I'll call you whatever name you want. But once you say that you want to now be identified as a female when you were born a male, not going to happen with me. You will always be a male and you're not going to get me to change that. I don't care what pronouns you're trying to get me to do. It's not going to work ever. Because what's happening here in this country and in this world is you know, turning into a banana republic. When you have a bunch of crazies running the asylum. The, the, the crazies that are, were in the asylum have escaped and now are running the country. And that's what I feel about Rachel Levine. Now here, watch what he says, okay, in this interview and how the interviewee is basically saying, oh, it's so great that you're breaking down barriers as a female. No, you're not. No, you're not. Here. The video. Admiral Levine, um, March is Women's History Month, which is why we're all here. And you know, you are a pioneer and have smashed many glass ceilings. What does that mean to you? And what does it mean to have Women's History Month be celebrated in this way? Well, thank you for that question and thank you for your kind comments. You know, I think Women's History Month is an opportunity for women to support each other. I think that we need to work to empower each other and, and, and uh, to provide. Um, mentorship and an opportunity for success. So if someone opens the door, like we've been discussing, well then that door is open for more people to go through in the future. Mm -hmm. And that's what, what I hope that, that my appointment um, sort of provides that opportunity, is that um, uh, other women, other uh, women that are part of the LGBTQI plus community have the opportunity uh, to, uh, to follow their dreams and to maybe go beyond what they might have expected. Hold off, you are a man. Not only are you a man, you have two children and you were banging a female on how you got the two children. The two children didn't come out of you because you have a penis. So I don't know, understand what is happening here. And you have people who are actually just, you know, being okay with it. It would be like right now talking to an elephant and, the, and you know, and trying to have a real conversation with an elephant and then take the elephant seriously. Okay, that, it, it just doesn't work that way. Okay, this person's trying to tell you that he is now a female. No, he's not. What he has is a mental disorder thinking he's a female because I'm telling you right now, if I came to a job at, you know, interview and I said, hey, I'm a walrus and you haven't hired any walruses and I'm gonna, I'm gonna report you because this is not an equal opportunity employer because there's no walruses here. The person would look at me like I have three heads and they would escort me out of the building. I don't understand what's the difference here. All right? And here's another thing too, which I'm really sick of. I'm sick of the Black History Month. I'm sick of the Women's History Month because where is the Men's History Month? 
Why doesn't men get a history month? If it wasn't for men, this country wouldn't be here. The bridges wouldn't be built. The hospitals, nobody's going. There's no hospitals to go to. There's nothing. You want to go to your job? You don't have a job because there won't be any structure there that you can actually go in and call your office. The chairs that got built were built by men. The heat that goes on in your house, you know how that also miraculously happens? A man did all of that. The water that goes, the sewer system, when you flush the toilet and your crap goes down, right? When you piss and you throw up and all the other crap that you're putting in the toilet, you know how that gets filtered into a sewer system? Men. Men did it. So I don't understand. Where's the men's history month? When are we sitting there saying, you know what? Men, we got to really honor men this month. Why? Why? Why don't we do that? I don't understand. What about the men that fought the war that got us to have this great country? It was men that did that. And I'm not taking away for anything from females. Okay. I'm not saying that. But if you could have a female month, we could have a black history month. Then why can't we have a male month? Why? What's wrong with that? It doesn't make any sense. If we're all equal and everybody wants equality, well, let's get equality. Where is it? Not going to have it because it's all a joke. All right, it's just pandering. That's all you're doing is you're pandering. And again, Rachel Levine, you have a Levine or whatever you want to call, you have a boy, you have a son and a daughter. And now here you are years later, you're wearing old lady stockings, okay? My great-grandmother used to wear those stockings when I used to visit her in Brooklyn. Are you out of your mind? And we're gonna sit here and allow people like that to run this country. Stop, I'm done. I don't wanna have this. That's why this country is going down the tubes. Because you have people like him, you have people like, say, Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, absolutely wrecking this country. And, and you wouldn't even get a beer. You, would you really think about sitting around with Adam Schiff and getting a beer with Adam Schiff? No, you wouldn't do it. Because the guy's a tool bag. That's why you would never do it. Nancy Pelosi, she's a drunk. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't be able to have 10 seconds of a conversation with her. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Now, no, I don't even want to sleep with you. I wouldn't even want to have sex with you because you're so annoying. All right, that's the people, though, that are running this country. And don't get me wrong, there's people on the Republican side, too. That's why I said I can't stand either party. Mitch McConnell, imagine hanging out with Mitch McConnell, going to get breakfast, a couple of pancakes, a couple of flapjacks, some syrup, a little hash browns, a little toast, and then you can have a nice, in-depth conversation with Mitch McConnell. I'd want to die. I'd rather spackle your house for the next 360 days straight then have a conversation with that banana, honestly. Now, something else, let's move on here. So something else is going on that we keep seeing, and you could do, you could connect the dots on however you want, but more and more, we see people on TV, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, collapsing. Now, you could take DeMar Hamlin's injury, that was the Buffalo Bills safety, and you could categorize it or not categorize it because he did take a massive hit by T. Higgins, right to the chest. But a lot of people are questioning whether or not that had anything to do with if he took the vaccine and if he had myocarditis, which is inflammation of your heart. I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to make uh, that I'm a doctor. But again, 
all of a sudden you keep seeing people, kids at you know, sporting events, people on TV collapsing out of nowhere. And it's just ironic how all, you know, this is all of a sudden starting to happen after the influx of these vaccines. These vaccines were garbage. And people should go to jail who said that you had to take them because they weren't properly tested. Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, they're all criminals. And the reason why you had these politicians, including Donald Trump, Donald Trump wanted to get reelected. He knew that his back was up against the wall with the pandemic, which probably happened because of China, right? Think about it. Getting him out of there, they couldn't stand him because they put, he put so many embargoes and trade um, deficits on China, trade um, restrictions with them. So who knows what was really going on there? And you know that this was all created from gain of function in a lab. They didn't want to do it here anymore in North Carolina, so they sent it to the Wuhan lab. But let's, let's get back to what I'm saying here, okay? Donald Trump knew he had to get that vaccine out. They screwed him over anyway because it wasn't until after Biden was announced that he was president when then they said they're going to release the vaccine, uh, for, um, Pfizer. But no one cared. Why? Why didn't the mainstream media say anything that or question anything about these vaccines? Because if you look at their TV shows, all of their primetime shows or whatever like that, and you watch their commercials, they're all sponsored by these pharmaceutical companies. These pharmaceutical companies with these politicians are big time donors to these politicians. So they were also silent on the whole thing and trying to promote this vaccine when everyone knew that this thing was never properly tested. That's why I never got it. You're never getting me to get that vaccine. Are you out of your mind? And say, oh, you're totally against vaccines? No, I'm not totally against vaccines. I'm against vaccines that haven't been properly tested and I know that are being pushed for money. And that's exactly what is happening. That's exactly what was happening. Because if you remember, Kamala Harris came out when Donald Trump was president. I'm not taking any vaccine that Donald Trump puts out. Same thing with Joe Biden. All of a sudden, they become vice president and president, and the vaccine's the best thing since sliced bread. It's all a joke. It's all lies. But again, back to what I was saying. You see this vaccine rollout come out, and then all of a sudden, you see people start collapsing. Here, look at this. This guy's name is, this kid's name is Eno Essien plays for Old Dominion. This is the basketball game from the NCAA. Old Dominion versus Georgia Southern. Watch what happens to this kid. Of their game today, keep your eyes on number three, right side of your screen. That's Emo Isian. Sophomore guard stops, then slowly goes down to the ground. Players from both teams visibly upset after watching. Take a look. Number of ODU players were seen crying, looking on, and hoping their teammate was okay. Thankfully. I'm telling you right now, if people can do it all over again, and from what they know and the information that they have found out since then, they would not be taking this vaccine. And it's criminal that the United States government suppressed any type of debate on social media, how they went to Twitter, how they went to Facebook, and they were suppressing any type of debate on whether or not these vaccines were good. And again, why did they do that? All because of money. They got pressure from these corporations. These corporations are paying their bills, especially the mainstream media. They're paying these politicians campaign funds, and that's why they were all for it. And that's why we can't have politicians that are running this country in bed with the pharmaceuticals. The pharmaceutical companies are corrupt. They're corrupt with the 
opioid crisis and they're corrupt right now with vaccines. They were corrupt with Anthony Fauci with everything that was going on with HIV. There's never going to be a cure for cancer because there's more money in the medication. There's never going to be a even for, let's just say, male pattern baldness. You want to know why they won't cure male pattern baldness? Because of how much money the hair implants are. There's way too much money in that. HIV won't have a cure. You'll be able to suppress it. You'll be able to live with it for the rest of your life. But the only way that you can do that is how? By taking all those pharmaceutical drugs by taking every single one of them for the rest of your life. And it keeps these pharma pharmaceutical companies rich. The cash register is on all of the time. And that's exactly what's happening with COVID-19. Gotta get that COVID shot, gotta get that booster. Here comes all these different variants. You have to get boosted again and again and again. It's a joke, it really is. I'll tell you right now, I never wore a mask unless I had to, if I had to go on a plane, never wore a mask. I was in the prime time point of the pandemic. I was in Alabama watching the, the championship game, them versus Georgia, with all kids running around, rampant all over me at the bar, no masks, no nothing in Alabama. Never got COVID. Not once. Because, and I, I don't, I'm not saying because of anything, to be honest with you. I eat healthy. I watch what I have. I'm not obese. Okay, I have a healthy diet. I believe that food is thy medicine and that's what I do. All right, now if I'm 75 years old and I weigh 300 pounds at my height, yeah, maybe I would be thinking about getting the COVID vaccine. But that's another thing that you never saw during COVID. Why didn't any of the doctors, including Anthony Fauci, ever come out and say, you know what would really be great? You know what you could really be, you know, use as a preventative of COVID? exercising, eating healthy. That should be the number one thing. They should have had, instead of having all of these COVID um, press conferences, they should have had yoga classes during those press conferences instead. Having exercise classes, like a jazzercise, whatever. Have Richard Simmons come back with his puffy hair and have people exercising during the lockdowns. The lockdown should never have happened either. That was nothing but control. I'm telling, telling you, this world is so corrupt. And that's why I'm so glad what happened with, say, Matt Gates during the whole Kevin McCarthy incident and all these freedom fighters and the House of Representatives because they said enough is enough. We need to start having change. But back to that basketball player, I don't know, you tell me. What do you think is going on? A kid who's probably, what, 19, 20 years old, out of nowhere, just collapses on the basketball court? You don't think that's strange? Wasn't even hit. Nothing happened to him. Again, we don't know if he had the shot. Same thing with DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin right now, if he wants to do more good than anything else, he should come out, say whether or not he got the shot, and if he really believes maybe the shot was one of the reasons why he collapsed the way he did. Get tested. Get it really you know, figured out. You want to do real God's work? Do that, DeMar. Come out and at least let us know whether or not you were vaccinated. Because all, everything else is just speculation, to be honest with you. Here, this is a TV reporter. She looks young to me. Watch what happens to her. Well, people we spoke with say they were happy that something is being done, but this is something that they've been asking for since day one. So for them, this is about a thousand days too late. Now, Nairman, I 
looking at uh, after the, to the, the day families are pushing feds to pushing the feds to <laughs> sorry airman i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm not feeling very well right now and i'm about to <laughs> okay we'll come back to you right now we'll make sure that jessica you are doing okay thank you what is going on what is going on? I've never seen things like this happen, say, five years ago before COVID happening. I never saw it just one after the other after the other. And again, nobody will say anything about it. We know that these COVID vaccines are very harmful, but yet we'll still see advertisements. Make sure you go get your COVID shot. Make sure you go get your booster. You'll see Joe Biden keep continuously saying it. You'll see Anthony Fauci lying through his teeth. So here's this. So Anthony Fauci goes on CBS and the reporter asks him in an interview and says, hey, you see the a lot of people talking about whether or not DeMar Hamlin's injury had anything to do with the vaccine shot. And here, there's two clips. Here's the first clip. Listen to what he had to say. Yet again, another conspiracy theory, complete nonsense, is going to have some people make a decision for themselves and their family not to get vaccinated, which may cost them their lives. So that's the thing that's so horrible about it. And if you want to go out spouting nonsense, conspiracy theories and spreading it all around, fine, except if it results in a person suffering and perhaps dying. And that's what happens when disinformation disincentivizes people to get proper interventions for a threat like a pandemic. So here is Dr. Fauci talking about mis information, disinformation spreading because people don't know what they're really talking about. And here they go on social media and they start saying things like, do you know, do you think DeMar Hamlin, the reason why he collapsed the way he did is because he got the COVID vaccine. So he's saying even asking those type of things is disinformation. And then the reporter asks him directly. Well, there's a lot of reports saying about myocarditis. And a lot of kids, younger kids, younger adult, you know, males developing myocarditis. And I got to tell you, I don't know about you. The last thing I ever want is something wrong with my heart. Right? No, absolutely not. Your heart, you ever get that little tight feeling in your chest? Goodbye. No, thank you. No, thank you. So now he gets asked this and this is his response. Some of the mRNA vaccines can cause a self-limiting almost invariably benign inflammatory response in the heart, which generally resolves in a very short period of time. It is very, very rare. When you compare that with the negative effects on the heart by myocarditis or pericarditis, which is inflammation of either the heart muscle or the covering of the heart, and heart failure and heart medical problems, Overwhelmingly, COVID itself causes that in a dramatically higher rate than the relatively benign, mild myocarditis that you might have with a vaccine, which is very, very rare. Listen, everything that Dr. Fauci says is a complete lie. You can't trust anything at all. Okay, the amount of myocarditis in these young children is an, at an alarming 
alarming rate. You see these mothers, they come on the TV, they talk about their children, they, they're crying about how this is affecting their children. You see people who come on, and it's not just myocarditis. There's other things that these, you know, side effects because of the shot. But again, Dr. Fauci talks about misinformation, disinformation. If there's anyone, anyone who should be charged in a criminal way about disinformation or should be labeled as someone that spews disinformation, it's Dr. Fauci. And if you don't believe me, here, here's the proof. Here's the proof. This is why you can't listen to anything that this man says. Here, watch this. The primary reason to get vaccinated was to prevent you getting COVID at all, as opposed to reducing the severity well, I think it was the question of what people interpreted. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that, that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. That when people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. Really, think about that video. There's Dr. Fauci, there's the director of the CDC, and they're both saying if you get vaccinated, you won't get, the, you won't get COVID and you can't give COVID. And yet now we know that's completely false. But why doesn't anyone? So that reporter that was on CBS, like if Dr. Fauci was with me, the first thing I would say was play that clip and say, you said you can't get COVID or give COVID. But now we know that's true. Why did you think that that was actually factual back then? And do you change your opinion now? And why? What made you change your opinion? First of all, what made you have that opinion in 2021 in comparison to what we see happening in 2023. Nobody will ask him that. Everyone is out of their mind to, afraid to ask that. Why? I'll tell you why. Again, these pharmaceutical companies like Pfizer are paying big bucks to CNN, to MSNBC, to CBS, all of them. Their advertising budget is filled with these pharmaceutical companies pushing this propaganda on the American public. So everyone thinks that it's safe. They won't talk bad about it. They won't do any real journalism and investigate what is happening with these vaccines because they want the gravy train to keep coming in. And that's America today. It's not about truth. There's no truth to the American public. There's no loyalty to the American public. The loyalty is to the advertisers and let them keep putting the money in so we could all get rich and we will look the other way. It doesn't matter if people are falling on these basketball courts. It doesn't matter if these young children are getting myocarditis. We'll listen to Anthony Fauci, we'll back him up and the money keeps coming in and that's the bottom line. And here's a new thing where the money is coming in and why they won't change it and why doctors are allowing this to happen because they're making hand over fist is the transgender movement. The transgender movement now is a big, big business. Okay, you have these kids coming in and they're ripping off their breasts, these females, and getting transgender operations, or you have these males going in and mutilating their genitalia. That's money. And if they promote that, the more money that will keep coming in. And then they have to get what? These hormone blockers, right? These other things that these pharmaceutical companies are making. So it's just a cycle of money that is a influx that will not stop if we continue to let this happen. And I don't care what anyone says. These transgender kids and people 
who actually were born a male and now think that they're a female, there's mental issues with them. You could say whatever you want, and you could also say whatever names. I have my own opinion, okay? But if you think, if you're born a female and then you honestly think you're a male and you have this gender this, um, dysphoria, there's something wrong. There's something wrong, and we need to be looking at that. But no, why do we turn a blind eye? For two reasons. One, the money. The money keeps coming in now, and you don't have to change anything. Just let them do these gender operations, let them change it, and the money will constantly come in. And then here's the second reason. Because the Democratic Party are, has now a new voting block. The LGBTQ, the transgenders, are a new voting block. So you allow them to do whatever they want. They'll keep voting Democrats. Let's just shut the hell up and not say anything. And that's the second reason. Now, look. Look at this video here. You tell me if you think that this is really should be going on and being promoted to children. Listen, I love TikTok because I think it's a great forum. I do because I love watching great videos, but it is a propaganda machine owned by the Chinese government and it should be banned in the United States, especially videos like this because you have children watching this and they're going to be affected at a young age. Here's one of them. Here, watch this. This is a video of an LGBTQ activist, right? And what she's saying is they're offering that they have chest binders, packers, and tucking underwear. Tucking so you can hide your genitalia, all right? They're promoting this to children. Here, watch. Hello, we've been receiving a couple comments like this, so I'm here to respond. We've partnered with the YWCA to give out free gender-affirming products to members of our community. We are receiving these products from the YWCA for free. We offer chest binders in the sizes extra small to 5XL. We offer packing briefs from sizes extra small to 3XL, and we offer tucking gaffs from the sizes extra small to 2XL. Our size ranges differ depending on product. Come on, what are we talking about here, right? You can't have that go on there and have children actually think, oh wow, look at this. What are they even talking about? Let me start looking into it. Oh, I can change my sex. No. Okay, 20 years ago, nobody was even talking about anything like this. Now, all of a sudden, it's in the mainstream. No one, you didn't even hear the word transgender say 20 years ago. But doctors are now, and these hospitals are making a killing. So it will not go away. And then what happens is you start having these kids really think they're onto something here, that this type of behavior is actually normal. Here, watch this. There's a new gender that these kids are creating on a daily basis, all right? The new is gray gender. And you're like, gray gender, what is that? Oh, it's just something that one of these kids made up on TikTok. Now, other kids are going to watch and think that they're also now gray gender. Here, watch. Hello, yes, I thought I should probably address this comment. I identify as gray gender which means I feel ties to certain genders, but um, it's really hard to describe, it's really hard to define. For me, it's really close to being gender fluid. I just don't personally feel like I have strong enough, um, consistent enough, like repeated enough dysphoria to call myself gender fluid. And in the end, I don't really care how people perceive me, hence gray gender, that's its definition. It is a sickness that is now infiltrated our social media amongst these kids, especially TikTok. And here's the thing about TikTok. These videos are not allowed in China, even though it's a China-based company. 
what they're doing is they're using this TikTok to change America. And our politicians and the people that are in charge are actually allowing it because, again, why? It's a voting block for the Democrats when it's really a mental illness that needs to be fixed. But, of course, again, nobody cares when on the Democratic side because they're voting on their platform. It's the truth. And, of course, doctors aren't going to come out and say anything or turn them away because they're getting filthy rich Offer off of the gender transformation. It's, it's really something else. All right, another video I want to show you here. I want to switch gears here. Stacey Abrams tried to be governor of Georgia two times. Two times failed, right? Drew Barrymore, the actress, she has had her own show now on TV during the day. So she invites Stacey Abrams. Watch how ridiculous this interview is when Drew Barrymore asks Stacey Abrams on whether she's going to run a third time, okay? Now, also, it cuts to the audience. The camera cuts to the audience. Just watch what the audience is wearing, okay? Just a little tip, a little pro tip. Here is that interview. So what's next? Are you gonna run again? Are you going? Like, are you, do we get to look forward to this? And First of all, first of all, first of all, how is Drew Barrymore really having a show? Can you watch? I want to throw up. Just so, so, so. Are you going to run again? I am, Are you going to run again? No, get out of here. How's this person getting any money getting on that show? I can't take it. I really cannot take it. Drew Barrymore should be ashamed of herself acting like that for Stacey Abrams, who's a racist ass, okay? Stacey Abrams is a racist. I don't care what you say. You go back, you watch the tape. That's all she does. She's nothing but a racist. But here's Drew Barrymore saliving over her. Play it again. So what's next? Are you going to run again? Are you going? Like, are you, do we get to look forward to this and galvanize <laughs> I, I, again? I, I will likely run again. Yeah! I don't know what. I don't know what. <laughs> So are you going to go up against um, some tough men who kind of don't always play fair? <laughs> well, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And if it doesn't work, you try again. First of all, you saw the audience. They're all wearing masks. What are we talking about? Are you serious? It's 2023 and the whole thing is masked up. You couldn't pay me to watch Drew Barrymore, Stacey Abrams, and then let alone I have to wear a mask while I'm doing it. But yet, here we go. Stacey, go away. You lost twice. Did you see how happy and how fake? I, I hope it would be fake. I don't know. Because if she's really genuinely happy that Stacey Abrams is going to run again for a third time, why? What has Stacey Abrams done that she should be running a third time? And why are you so excited? Tell me what she's done. It's, it, it's really something else. And talking about shows, this is Jimmy Fallon, who I got to tell you, is despicable because he is one of those liberals that is just, he'll do whatever it is as long as he can get the ratings and the money. Okay, Jimmy Fallon. Watch what he's done, and this is this should be the kiss of death for late night Jimmy Fallon, all right? Watch this clip, or should I say skit he does about COVID and the new variants that are taking place in China. Here we go. There was Alpha, then Delta, then Omicron next. This latest variant might be the best. It's XBB.1.5. Another 
I'm the host of the late night show and somebody presents, hey, listen, we're gonna do this bit and you're gonna have to sing this song, goodbye. I'm out of here, you're not paying me. You gotta pay me probably $10 million just for alone, just to do that clip. And then there has to be a disclaimer at the end that I got $10 million and I really didn't wanna do it. I did it against my will. <laughs> it's unbelievable. All right, listen, I'm gonna wrap it up here. If you get a chance, this show's gonna be exclusively on Rumble. You know, we're leaning more and more towards Rumble and staying away from YouTube as much as we possibly can because of their censorship. So if you get a chance, make sure that you share the show, subscribe to our Rumble channel, at the Joe Cozo Show. Also on Twitter, Twitter allows us to speak freely. Thank you, Elon Musk, and thank you to the CEO of Rumble. And again, you have these people like, say, YouTube, that they just keep censoring you, and I, I think it's going to suffer. And the show's also always available on audio, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it, it's on there. All right, so with that being said, January 9th, another birthday in the books. I'm out. Peace. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, but that wraps it up for another edition of the Joe Cozo Show. <laughs>